Welcome to Massive Late Fee. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It's January 17th, 1998. Are you, are you sure about that? Yeah, why? I don't know, because I couldn't quite understand the year. I thought maybe you were getting confused. Oh, Since, really? Since, you know, it's January. Like, I'm still writing 97 on all my checks and are stuff. You? Yeah. Yeah. Writing a lot of checks, huh? I, I pay bills. Do you? <laughs> She's in charge of everything, everyone, just in case you needed to know that. <laughs> oh, what a look in your steely eyes today, what Carol. What the fuck? My steely eyes. Yeah, they're at half-mast right now. That's so mean, steely eyes. You have steely eyes. They're blue. Okay, is that what steely means? Because I thought it meant, like, 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 rough, like. Rough, yeah, like in your rough eyes, <laughs> like a Those mean are eyes person. That been, eyes that have been polished by sandpaper <laughs> or steely. <laughs> These are some rough eyes. <laughs> I don't know, like a steely glare. I don't know. It just always seems like a mean, like you're saying a mean. Mean, ah, uh. am I not mean? No, good. No, it's hard to be mean when you look like you. You should be the star <laughs> in the movie that we saw. Because you look a little bit more than a half baked. <laughs> You're, uh, I wish so that's the look you have. Yeah, because that's all we need. <laughs> with the way you're feeling right now, I want to have. You'd be comatose. <laughs> I want to have drugs that make me fly, though. That was that was cool. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so real quick, let's get into the news before we get into the film. Are you familiar with John Glenn Carroll? Colonel, the high school? Colonel, that's true. There's a high school around here called John Glenn High School, but no, I'm talking about the human, Colonel oh. John Glenn. No. Astronaut, first man to circle the globe. Oh, good for him. You know, in, in space. I assumed, how else would one circle the globe? In, like in a boat, like Magellan. You know, you could circle, circumnavigate the globe. Sure. Whatever. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so it appears as if 36 years after his first flight in 1962, Colonel John Glenn will get to go into space again. Oh, good for him. Yeah, he's 76 years old. Oh, what the fuck? Leave him on the earth. What are you doing? <laughs> he has been volunteering himself. For the last few years to do a mission, apparently because they would like to to examine or study the effects of space on aging, oh, wow. on elderly, stuff like that. And I guess he loves being an astronaut, so he has... Uh, he has volunteered to do it again, and it's. it looks like they're going to let him do it. That sounds so awful and dangerous, like... What does weightlessness do to hollowed out bones? Oh, my God. 
If he goes, the once boyish-looking Marine test pilot, now 76, would be the oldest person ever to travel in space. When he first went up on February 20th, 1962, he was the model of the lean, fit astronaut, later portrayed in the book and movie The Right Stuff. News of Goldwyn's approval, that is the uh, director of NASA's administrator, could not be confirmed officially. It was being reported by CNN and MSNBC and the Associated Press, which said Glenn would be on the shuttle Discovery and the mission scheduled to begin October 8th. Hmm. Although he is in good physical condition, Glenn would uh, need extensive training before he could fly aboard the spacecraft, which is vastly more complex than he, the one he flew on 36 years ago. Well, isn't he just there as more of like a science experiment than like an actual astronaut? Essentially, yes. But everyone that's, that flies on the shuttle has some sort of job and... They have to be able to do something. Yeah. Plus, they have to know how the ship operates. I mean, it, it could come down to everyone dies on the shuttle, except, Dear God. except for him. And then he would have to, he'd have to know how to pilot the ship in an emergency to save himself. That'd be like, you know, if we all needed to learn how to land a plane just in case. But that's, it's a little bit different because they're the risk of... The risk of disaster on a space shuttle is infinitely more than on an airplane, one. And two, he is a trained astronaut. I mean, he he, he was a pilot. So Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying, they, they need to update him on the, the things. Sure. Um, but what about Cracker? Cracker? Yeah. What about Cracker? Cracker has a new night, but same mission viewers. I would huh? say that they're... I would say they're struggling for viewers because I have never heard of. I was going to say, like, are you talking about Ritz, like wheat thins? Like, what's going on? Why are we talking about crackers? Psychologist Jerry Fitz, Fitzgerald, is perfectly in control of his impressive intellect and not much else. Not his gambling, his drinking, or his tattered marriage. Cracker, the ABC crime drama featuring a character uh, has its own... A character has its own control dilemma. It certainly has a nice, tight grip on its dark and decadent written series stories. And series star Robert Pastorelli has a handle on the complex fits, does he? But time slot and network promotion and support elements that make or break a series are out of its hands. Producer James said, and so is like Lynn Elber. Learn how to write better. Right? No offense, but this is a really jumbly written uh, article here. Anyway, so they've retitled the series. Oh, jeez. They think that's going to help, huh? It's Cracker colon Mind Over Murder. (laughs) (laughs) That's sure to do it, guys. Oh, wow. The series opens on a two-parter, including May or January 24th, about a sniper in Los Angeles who appears to be targeting black women. It's a gripping story with a cliffhanger at the end of its first hour. That is how two-part shows work. Oh, my God. Is so, that why they call it Cracker? Because they're targeting black women? No. <laughs> no, I think it's Cracker because he's a... he's a He cracks the case. Oh, okay. It's weird because they say psychologist, but apparently he is working with the law. So he's like a... Like an FBI, like 
psychologist, forensic psychologist, something like that. Yeah, sounds dumb. Sure, but you know, good luck, cracker. I mean, the show sounds dumb. Cracker fans, like the name is just unfortunate. I mean, like you know, crime mystery stuff. Like you know, that usually does okay. Yeah, sure, but no, I don't know sitcoms. Mind over matter. Sitcoms reign supreme. Yeah, sure. But, I mean, like, Murder, She Wrote was popular. and Yeah. Uh, true. I don't know. Columbo. Wow. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> you came up with two of them. I did. One of them from, like, the 70s. <laughs> the other one from the 80s. But, uh, yeah, you got two of them. I'm very proud. There's also, I think Marcus Welby, MD, was kind of a crime show. I've never heard of that one. Actually, I have heard of it because I think that was another thing that we talked about before that I had never heard of, but you said it because you're old. Yeah. What about Kojak? No. No. You don't remember Telly Savalas? No. Bald guy? No. Uh, Sucker, yo, he used to smoke or whatever, but he quit smoking, so he had suckers. Hmm. Just was always on a sucker. That just sounds sad. He would say, who loves you, baby? Very sad. Yeah, very sad. You got it. Anyway, so we got, before we talk about the movie, we're going to talk about hot videos here. The hottest selling videos. You want to take a guess as to any of them? Um, what was the hottest movie last year? Well, I'm going to say that we, we watched several of these movies. We did several of them for tapes, hmm. so... Let me think. Let you can me give me th- any of them. See, like I want to say Titanic, but I, I don't think that would be no, on video not, yet because it's still no. in the theater. It's still in the theaters, yeah. Um. Uh, kiss the girls. Ooh, uh, no, but good guess. Just, I don't think that's not on video yet. Okay, so that's be something we watched early in the year. I don't know. Here come the. Oh, Men in Black. Men in Black's the number one sales. Nice. Yeah, I can see that. My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, that was such a fun one. Something that's not a movie, but you like. Hercules uh, and Xena. Oh, yeah. Scream. Sure. George of the Jungle. Ugh. West Side Story, which was re-released. No, we didn't watch that. Sling Blade. Meh. From two years ago, I think. I liked that that movie. I don't remember that movie. The Lost Boys. It's a French fried potatoes. What in the fuck? French fried potatoes. Um, the Lost World, The Land Before Time 5. We didn't see it. And Air Bud, <laughs> which we also did not watch. Well, no, because it's a kid's movie. And, and we, we don't not have kids. children. Then The Rentals, there's Conspiracy Theory. Yeah, that's a good one. Canair. Sure, I liked that one. My Best Friend's Wedding Again, Men in Black Again, Contact. We didn't do that one. No. Face. Shht. <gasps> I loved that movie. Another one we didn't see, Fire Down Below. Yeah, I don't remember hearing I believe about that that's movie. about uh, um, VD. Um, <laughs> Out to sure. Sea. I don't think we watched that, did we? Out to Sea. Spawn. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, that was such a good movie. I feel like I'm reliving the past year of our life right now, just going over these movies. So. And then George of the Jungle. Ugh. Yep. But speaking of Ick, or maybe Yay. No, it was Ick. We watched <laughs> Half-Baked, a movie written 
and starring a guy named Dave Chappell. Dave Chappelle. Oh, is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. Like it's French? I guess. Chappelle. Dave <laughs> Chappelle. Oh, I mean, la la, Dave Chappelle. It's not spelled like Chapel. It's spelled like Chappelle. It's yeah. spelled like it's French. He's a stand-up comedian who mm. I have seen before. Mm. Who's pretty funny. As yeah. a stand-up, he's, he's pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, this movie... Mm. Uh, it tried real hard to be funny. Let me tell you, the I the beginning of the movie was funny to me. Yeah, there it was some started off humor. promising, mm-hmm. but it didn't have the movie was only an hour and twenty two minutes long. Yeah, that's that's not. I mean, that barely counts as a movie. And it didn't. Its premise didn't have enough to stretch over that hour and twenty two minutes. No. There was a lot of scenes of people who smoked this magical, wonderful weed mm-hmm. to start flying around. This, you know what this is? This is a sketch. Yeah. On Saturday Night Live. Yeah. That's what this is. Maybe Dave Chappell has Chappelle, Chappelle has a future writing sketches, hmm. like for Saturday Night Live or whatever. Maybe. Or the kids in the hall. Ah, uh, that show's not anymore. But that's to me. That's that's how this humor is. It, it there's not enough premise there for a whole movie. That's why. That's why the beginning of it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. There, there's some very funny kind of almost throwaway stuff that is hilarious. When the movie is essentially about drugs, obviously, right. obviously. and it features four potheads. And, well, we'll get into the plot for a minute, but I, well, go ahead, go ahead, explain the movie. Well, no, I mean, You're it's it, over there, do it. It starts, yeah, with, when they're kids and they smoke for the first time, they're like introducing the four characters and then they're like, and then our fifth member of our group, marijuana. Marijuana. And it was so funny. It reminded me of the first time I ever smoked because they're all like, I don't feel anything. This stuff's not working. I think everybody mm-hmm. thinks that the first oh, yeah. time that they smoke. And then it's like, you're just so high. You just have no idea. Right. Well, it's funny, too, because not that we do drugs at all, but mm-hmm. um, there's a point when they first smoke the pot and they go into the pot and then they go into the drugstore and they're looking for things and everything. And they all they start to float like a little bit. Mm-hmm. I had that experience. Oh, really? Yeah. I was driving a car. And, you know, we were going to, to... Shame on you. Okay. But we were going to a fast food place to get fat, to get burgers. Uh-huh. Okay. And I said to my friend that was sitting next to me, I was like, I feel like I'm floating away. Mm-hmm. Like, I did. I really felt like I was floating. And you were driving the fucking car. Yes. Up Jesus. out of the car. And he said to me, he goes, relax your eyes. Huh. And I... I did. I relaxed my eyes and I felt like I dropped right right into my body. How weird. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, you shouldn't have been driving, mister. No. That's awful. Okay, let's not dwell on the, <laughs> the terrible decisions I made. And let's talk about the movie. I okay. was relaying a, well, shame on you for smoking pot and saying you didn't feel anything. Um, I'm not ashamed that I smoked pot. Okay, well, you should be. Okay. 
anyway. It's the devil's lettuce. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah. for madness. Go ahead. They get they get high. Yeah. Um. I mean. Okay. Then they're adults. Like it just immediately changes to them being adults, and I think they're all the, still friends. I think half the movie could just have been like the the screenplay has to. Has to say the phrase "they get high" like a thousand times. That right. has to be half the screenplay. Right, but one of them becomes a kindergarten teacher, the Ooh. best kindergarten teacher, because <laughs> he's so mellow. Um, mm. One of them becomes a fast food guy. Yeah, like he works in a fast food restaurant. Fast food guy. Um, I'm trying to remember what the other one does. And um, works at a record store. Yeah, the be- the best job for a stoner. And then uh, Dave Chappelle's character is a janitor, but he wants to be called a custodian. Yes. It's very important to him. I don't understand that. Like, what? it's the same job, whether you say janitor or custodian. What does it, like, as I've heard people say this before, oh, it's rude to say janitor. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know that that was a pejorative term. Yeah, uh, apparently. Either way, it means you're mopping up. Right. Your job didn't change because they call you a custodian instead of a janitor. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah, if I if uh, back in slavery times they called the slaves entrepreneurs, do you think that would have been better? <laughs> no. These are uh, these aren't slaves. These are um, agricultural technicians, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so they. They, it's like Friday night. They're all excited to, you know, get high. They spend a lot of time on well, that. He, here's on, the thing: hmm. they get this special strain. Oh, oh wait, does, no, that's no. They haven't gotten the special strain yet. You're right. You're right. But God, they, the, that guy didn't even get to partake in the special strain. No, but they spend a lot of time like ob- obtaining the pot. And, like, it turns out they end up getting it delivered anyway. But he's, like, going around all the places where he mm-hmm. could get it. And he's talking right. about how easy it is to get it, but it's not. Right. But then there's this one guy who will deliver. It's weird because most of this movie is, like, uh, it wants to be, like, a documentary. Like, here's what being here's what being a pothead's like in New, in York, New York City. City. You go to bodegas. You can also go to Washington Square. You can do this. You can get it delivered, blah, blah, blah. And then later, when they start their delivery service, they're like, here's this type of pot smoker and that type of pot smoker and this type yeah, of pot. Yeah, that's true. And that's what the, that's what the sketch would be. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Jon Stewart's character, MTV's own fired Jon Stewart, um, who, uh, <laughs> who's in this movie who is, they call him the enhancement smoker, mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, man, have you ever seen Scarface? Yeah. You ever seen it on weed? <laughs> I'm going to look at the stars on weed. You ever seen the back of a $20 bill on weed? And it's like that joke doesn't even last the four jokes that, no. that you give it. But I felt like John Stewart's character, because I was like, maybe this movie would be better on weed. Oh. A hundred percent it would have been better. Yes, for sure. But I think that's how you're supposed to. There should be a notice at the beginning of the film. Now is when you take your edible. Right. (laughs) Oh, geez. So, okay. They get super high. They have no food. Yeah. They get high first. Then they're like, oh, we need. 
we need snacks. And they make this list, this like mammoth list of snack food, and a ridiculous send, list. Yeah, and send the teacher guy out to Jim, obtain Jim the food. Jim Brewer makes most of the list. Hmm? Jim Brewer makes most of the list. Yeah. Um, and he gets all this food, and then he runs into a police horse, and feeds the police horse all the food, and then it dies. Like an idiot. Like what? Because the horse is a diabetic. Yeah, but why? What did, what did it die of? Did it die? Like, its glucose just shot way up? It was weird. It was stupid. It just collapsed. It wouldn't have happened. First of all, the horse would not have eaten all of that. No. Like, the horse was a willing participant in this, and I don't what think do horses that would eat? happen. Can horses even get diabetes? I don't know. I think they just eat, like, hay and apples. Did they do any research on this? <laughs> oh, that, or- that's, that horse ate way too many apples. But then... Got, the- t- got the diabetes. <laughs> right. But then the most ridiculous part of this movie is that he gets tried for murdering an officer of the law. Right. Because it's a police horse. Come on. Like, what the fuck? It's a little ridiculous. More than a little. Like, he didn't try to kill it. And, like, the horse chose to eat the stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was being stupid, but he definitely wasn't guilty of murder. We get some vignettes of him in prison. Mm-hmm. Dropping the soap and <laughs> trying to be raped by this dude. He's not trying. He's trying the opposite. No, 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 no. Not he's trying to get raped. Yeah, he's, he's like there. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, I dropped the soap. And all the people in prison are like, oh, that's gross. That would be an, that would be a funny skit. <laughs> if they had done that instead, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, that would have been. If he would have been trying to get raped the whole time and they were disgusted by it. <laughs> They're like, oh, we don't know what, what you've been reading, but. Oh, that would have been so. We much are funnier. more refined here, <laughs> but um, no, I mean the guy, Nasty Nate or whatever his yeah. name is, is trying to rape him. Right. There is one funny joke in the whole prison thing where he's writing that he doesn't want to be raped by Nasty Nate and all this stuff, and on his cell there's a calendar, <laughs> and it's just Nasty Nate is in is like the the pinup in the calendar. Yeah, and I'm like, is this? Is this a calendar that the prison puts out of all, like, the top rapists <laughs> in the prison? Or is it just Nasty Nate put money out to make this calendar to him in different poses? <laughs> what is going on with this calendar? Good question. It's a good question. So that was funny. Yeah. Um, But not much else in that thing was funny. They got fucking Tommy Chong. From Cheech and Chong. Right. He was Chong in Cheech and Chong. Well, yeah, they had a lot of celebrities in this movie. And they wasted him. Mm. He was called Squirrel Master or something like that. And I guess he knew martial arts and he had a squirrel in his pocket that we saw once. And that was it. Yeah. Well, they had Snoop Dogg. Yeah, Snoop Dogg showed up for a minute. But, I mean, like, they didn't really do anything with him either. No, he was the vulture smoker. Yeah. Like I said, it's a skit that the the different kinds of pot smokers. And you put that on Saturday Night Live and you're like, and then there's the vulture smoker and he comes out and it's Snoop Dogg. Everyone's like, oh, yay, because it's Snoop Dogg. And like, that's <laughs> right. half the joke. Right. Well, and like, okay, so the premise of this movie is they're friends in prison and they set bail at like $100,000. They set bail at a million dollars. Oh, a million dollars, but they, they have to, to come up with 100000 yeah. Because you need to get 10%, yes. To get him out. Correct. And they need to get him out before he gets raped. That's that's the whole goal. It's yes. like It's like a video that's game. The tip, that's the ticking clock <laughs> in the movie 
is until he gets raped. Because there's somebody protecting him, but they're going to be Tommy you know Chong. getting out. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so they start their own weed delivery business because they discovered this, like you said, this special strain of weed. Well, they didn't discover it. It was weird. Like, the, okay, they're working in the hospital. Were you high when you were watching this? <laughs> the place where David Chapel works. Dave Chappelle. Where he works is a like a pharmaceutical company. Right. One day, one of the scientists, and this is one of the funny jokes in the movie, and this is the beginning of the movie where, where the jokes are funny. Mm-hmm. And this is, it's where I think you can see, and his stand-up, like I said, is pretty funny too. So I think you can see the seeds of something funnier here. Right. But, because this is funny and it's not predicated on the, like, let's lean really heavily into the weed references. Because this, this movie, it, it's... It wants to be a stoner comedy, which is fine, but it leans way too much in the stoner part of it yeah. to me. But anyway, so um, the, the the scientist guy keeps calling him janitor. <laughs> He's like, janitor, can you do th- I know it's not your job, but can janitor, can you do this for me? And instead of like looking at his name tag or calling him sir or anything like that, he, Chappelle calls him scientist, yeah. which is hilarious to me. Because it's just, it's such, it's, it's very, it's a funny title to call somebody. Right. Because it's so nonspecific, and I don't know what it is, but just the sound of it is funny. And he's like, oh, thank you, scientist. <laughs> he's, oh. like, he's like, here, look, I know, uh, I know this isn't your job, but here, take this mop. Can you just uh, mop this shit up until I get back? <laughs> yeah, because he sends him to go pick up something, and it turns out to be. A pound of weed. A pound. Of medical grade medical marijuana. They're studying if there's any medicinal purposes. And I don't know if this scientist wanted it for his own use or if he was going to steal some or whatever, but he seemed to understand that, like, this was weird or whatever. And he's like, he's like, oh, take some for yourself. Yeah. Like, he gave him some, and Chappelle's taking, like, handfuls of it. And. While he's looking away, he's grabbing more handfuls of it, which was also funny. So they go back and they smoke it, thinking about how we're going to help our friend. And then, as you said, they fly Superman style out of the. I don't. Is this supposed to be real? Is it supposed to not be real? I don't think it's real. <laughs> I and think yet it's just later, supposed to be a it metaphor. Helps them. Huh? Doesn't it help them later? I don't know. Maybe. It, it was so stupid, I kind of checked out towards the end. Um. Yeah, I know how you checked out. So uh, <laughs> anyway, um, but there it makes them fly and all this stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, what we should do is we should sell this because there's this dude that sells it. I can't remember his name, but the he had, the drug dealer had a name. Yeah, he did. Who who did the delivery service? He's like, we should we should do it. We'll call it Mister Nice Guy, and it's a smiley face and everything. And they do some samples and they give them out to people and with their their information on it and which then, was really smart yeah absolutely smart business move and then they start making a bunch of money yeah so they're trying to get the money together to get their friend out but they're also spending it on a bunch of shit yeah meanwhile Chappelle meets some woman named mm-hmm. mary jane <laughs> whose father was in prison for marijuana for, for being a marijuana dealer yeah. which i guess is why he named her mary jane right. it's kind of funny and she absolutely hates drugs. 
Yes. Like, why would a pothead who knows that, like, even try, but he goes for her? Because he wants to have sex. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, I'll just quit. I'll just quit smoking. Like, a bunch of times he says he's going to quit. He'll never quit. No. He's a liar. He has sex with her a lot, though. Yeah, that happens. Which we see as a series of photos. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird, but whatever. Uh, and then the other thing that happens is that... The one guy gets fired from his job at the record store. Yeah. The other guys quit besides Chappelle because he needs to keep getting the drugs. Right. But everyone else quits to run the drug empire. Because they're making so much money. Right. And, but the the Jim Brewer gets fired before he can quit. And he reenacts the scene from Jerry Maguire. Yeah, that was funny. But, and somebody does go with him. Like, what? No. Nobody the, would do that. The, the lesbian. Yeah. And she becomes their secretary. But nobody would do that. She's their Ghostbusters Jan. Right. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it wasn't great. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It wasn't terrible. The It's a very uneven movie. Mm-hmm. The first half is pretty good. I don't even know if the first half. The first, like, the first 30 minutes. There you go. Is decent and there's some funny stuff in there and like i said there's some funny jokes you know Mm -hmm. along the way but it's stretched way too thin not enough happens there's not enough like we don't we there are barely any scenes with mary jane well there's the one that was kind of interesting where they go on a date and he has no money yeah and it shows like how he's that's also another sketch right how yeah. you can go on a date and only spend eight bucks and stuff like that. Like, that's that's a sketch idea. Yeah, like, she wants to go get food, and he's like, how about a hot dog? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, but there's barely, like, we barely get a character from her. Yeah. Other than, I hate drugs, my dad was a drug dealer. And I like having sex with you. Yeah, I guess. Um, and, yeah, she gives she gives three strangers a ride home from prison. Yeah, that's not very smart. No, so she's dumb. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't get it. So, and that's the other thing is like, if we want that love story to be believable, I know it's a comedy, but like, we could take a few things seriously, yeah, or put a little, at least a little effort into some of this stuff. There has to be an emotional core to a comedy. That you care about. Right. So you can care about the characters, and that is missing. There's no heart in this movie. Very true. Yeah, there's really not much to care about or root for, really. There's some funny bits. And like I said, in a sketch, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. In a very short like thing, but that's that's what this feels like. It's more like a series of, vign- of comedy vignettes, some of which are funnier than others. But there's no, there's no central drive to the story. And there's no heart at the center of the story. Right. I mean, this movie was, like you said, an hour and 22 minutes long, and it felt long. Yeah, it did. It felt a lot longer. Like, it felt longer than Titanic, which was, <laughs> right. which was more than twice the, this length. Exactly. And that's that's why. Like, yeah, it should have it just been, like, a, throw it on the TV sketch for, like, half an hour. That would have been much better. I mean, we, we you get Bob Saget standing up at a... Uh, like a, what do they call them? Not a rehab, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, a meeting, an AA yeah, meeting yeah, or NA meeting or whatever. Yeah, an NA meeting. 
You get Bob Saget standing up there saying that he he sucks cock for cocaine. Uh-huh. And that marijuana is not a real drug and he shouldn't even be complaining about, you know, doing marijuana and trying to get off of it or whatever. Which is somewhat funny because you have like America's dad right. saying that. That's 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 but that's not that's not really funny. It's kind of like the Snoop Dogg thing where it's only funny because who it is. Who it is, yeah. Agreed. But yeah, so there's some there are some hit and miss bits. But other than that, it's to me it's very skippable. Yeah. And if you're interested, I will hundred percent wouldn't go to the theater. Right. I would see it. I would rent it on video and get high. Maybe get yeah, maybe get high. <laughs> if that's your thing, <laughs> watch it that way. I think that would be perfectly fine. But yeah, if you're watching it sober, it's it's not great. No, we endured it for you guys. Yeah. Hopefully, next week will be better. Fingers crossed. But that is our episode, Carol. Uh, I don't know. Do the, do the thing that you do at the end of the show. So you can write us at latefee1994awol.com. Mm. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.